This is a podcast from Rover. Well, you may have heard the term social licence in the last few years and the idea of social licence, a social licence to operate. But is that applicable to the rural sector? And if so, how? To answer that, we're joined now by uh, Penny Clark Hall, a 2018 Kellogg Scholar and the founder of Social Licence Consulting. Uh, welcome on to the show, Penny. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. And and my and my friend alongside me, despite all the difficulties, like, like so many are facing uh, out in the land there, she's doing great too. Now, Penny, I want to say you are a couple of old colleagues too, and I know that we could sort of digress and start talking about the days that the two of you worked together, but <laughs> look, I tell you what, you grew up on a farm and you're still very much in the thick of it. Yes. Yeah, I am um, married to a farmer as well, so yeah. um, I haven't left, moved very far at all. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, you, you, your studies looked into the social licences in the rural sector. What is a social licence to operate? Well, a social licence is basically um, measured on the amount of trust that your business or industry has, um, and that's from uh, your widespread of stakeholders and society at large. Um, that's it in its simplest form. Okay. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. So uh, how did the farming industry hold up under this microscope and, and how does it fare now? What's it, what's it looking like? Um, I would say that we've just been through the ringer when it comes to social licence and we're sort of trying to emerge up the other side. Mm. Um, but I don't think we're in the clear yet at all um, because I think once you unfortunately get on that slippery slide of losing trust, it's really hard to earn it back. And um, when you're under that regulatory microscope as a result of losing that trust, uh, you seem to sort of just be on this eternal evolution of regulation. Um, so I think we've got a very much got the social licence hangover effect um, impacting us at the moment. Okay, so I'm a farmer, and there's many farmers, hopefully, <laughs> that listen to our show. Um, yeah. What What would you give? What advice would you give to the average farmer that is? I understand the concept of social license, and I understand why it's important. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what I can. You know, we're a small farming business. Um, I'm not sure what I can personally do to help improve our social license or uh, if I need to be doing more uh, in our business. What would you say to, you know, the average farmer um, in this space? Yeah, it's a really good question. Because, Probably a big, big um, question. <laughs> it's a big one, but it's really important because... Um, in the past, social license has been um, very grey for people and that's why I've gone into this consulting business is to make it tangible so people can actually do things to improve yep. it. And um, one of the biggest things that I talk to people about um, to build that trust is about building connections um, through values um, and most importantly, acting on those. So as businesses... It's about connecting with your stakeholders locally um, and understanding those stakeholders' values and finding that common ground where you can start to act on shared um, shared values um, mm-hmm. towards being a part of the solution. So I um, define it as, you know, those three pillars of sustainability. And if you're creating a win-win-win with all three of those, you know, people, planet and profit, then you're on the right path. But, you know, trust is a slow burn when you're trying to earn it back. So um, there's no magic wand or activity that you can do to 
make that go away, unfortunately. But I think catchment groups is a huge opportunity for the primary sector to um, build back trust in a really effective way and start to become a part of the solution rather than the problem. Cool. Well, that's great advice. I feel like I've... um taken something away from that. So just to recap on that, the three pillars of sustainability, for those who don't know, they are people, planet and profit. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Absolutely. Mm. Or you could call it environmental, social and economic, but I just like the alliteration of the P's. Mm. Yes, me too. <laughs> Penny, I... I yes. <laughs> Penny, I reckon... Uh, I reckon in terms of the analysis of farming and social licence in the industry is dragged down by, I'm going to say this, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a small minority that, that, you know, sort of hold the head of farming under the water, isn't there? You know, and, and make them struggle to come up for air. I, I think, is that fair? Am I fair in saying that? Because I... I, I think you... Yeah. yeah, no, Hamish, I think you are. There is definitely, you're only as um, good as your weakest link in terms of yeah. perception. But I do think that that social license hangover that farmers are feeling at the moment is also creating in the better ones or the middle 80% a bit of um, fatigue yeah. and um, resistance. So right. because we've been through this for such a long time, I think you might... Um, and you've seen it actually with the farmer protests and things. Like there's a bit of kickback coming from the people that should have been won over if the government had approached it in a more yeah. empowering way. Gotcha. Mm, yeah. yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a really yeah, interesting good, take good, on good. it. Yeah. How, how important is it for farmers to operate with the social license in mind? Or can you know can people get away with just being in a, in a state of blissful ignorance with their heads in the sand or is it the time is gone like that's been and gone you you can't really ignore it anymore yeah another good one Rebecca <laughs> um big one yeah I think there's it's the difference between your business resilience of how you approach it whether you're proactive or reactive so I see businesses um that are proactive and looking to do more than they are and getting in front of expectations and where things are going, mm. lasting a lot longer and getting better returns, um, you know, those margins being less tight. The ones that stay in that reactive or denial state of mind are going to be under the microscope more, have, um, you know, higher penalties and just struggle a bit more and potentially go out of business. So, yeah. Right. Well, that's a pretty uh, hefty consequence for for ignoring the social license so it's kind of a case of i guess it's something we've been talking about for a while hamish but it's the get on the bus or be left behind yep again yep and and i think about you know penny the last time i was sort of actively on the farm 24 7 is now uh sadly more than 30 years ago and i just think what was acceptable and i think under the umbrella of, of what would be social licensing is just just appalling <laughs> you know and I'm, I'm so pleased that we've come so far that we wouldn't and yet we thought it was okay you know and there's practices and habits and things that we did i just can't even i can't even bring myself to think about sometimes you know um yeah. so yeah i hope we are making it think- yeah 
Yeah, sorry. I just wanted to say, I think it's really important what, with your point, Hamish, is that farmers should celebrate how far yeah. we've come. Because yeah. what we thought when we first got approached with the dirty dairying stuff was um, that was being asked of us then we thought was unachievable and overwhelming. And we've been doing that for a long time now. And we keep on pushing the boundaries of what's doable. So I think that's um, something that we should really take the time to celebrate and appreciate about how hard we've worked and how far we've come. Yeah. Yeah, as you both both pointed out, we've come a long way. How Do we have a long way to go, Pen, or do you think that we are getting there? Well, I guess how long is a piece of string, I Mm. guess. It depends on the government of the day. I think there's a huge economic influence on social license and with the recession coming, I think there might be some um, tension released from the government because we're all going to be focusing on survival for a bit. Um, So it it ebbs and wanes with the situation that we're confronting right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, we'll talk some more about this and keep in touch. Penny Clark Hall there, social license consulting uh, founder. Really interesting uh, topic, and I think, Bex, you've raised that good point. that we have, we have come a long way, as Penny says, let's celebrate it and keep going. Get, get on the bus and, you know, you're on to the next stage now. The fear might have increased a little bit, but you've got to get on <laughs> and stay on it there as well. Rightio, coming up uh, next uh, on the show, we're going to be hearing from our man uh, Richard Green, Ag Weather with AFCO.